Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Sterner, play action, looking, punch, throws down the middle, touchdown, Arkansas, oh my! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Motorsports Authority. Sterner throws, With two great locations and hundreds of vehicles to choose from. Sterner, very confident. Throwing down the middle. Oh, this Clint Sterner, he's putting on a show. Check them out or visit online at msastore.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. Oh. Wide open receiver, it's Cobb towards the end zone. Touchdown! All right, let's bring him in on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Clint, thank you for flexing around. Sorry about that. How are you? Man, I'm good, fellas. We, we're 1-0, baby. I'm, I'm going to flex on them all day. So just tell me whenever you need me, baby. I'm here, man. I'm here. <laughs> I, pre- what you got? I appreciate that. Well, if Arkansas had lost, you may not have been quite so eager, but here we are. They won convincingly. Fair. And hey, yeah. Very fair. Hey, by the way, by the way, I was listening while, while I was waiting on you guys. And, and uh, I, I mean, I, I got to give my man Wes just, just a little bit of love here, man. And, and this just isn't nothing new. I mean, we've we've always heard this, like right there, that little bit y'all were having about the weather in Fayette. Like the, the level of calm in Wes's voice is 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 just so beautiful. I get so tired of hearing about heat, man. I, I just watched a guy at Colorado go out there and play 129 snaps, depending on who you, who whose uh, record you look at. It maybe even more than that in 100 degree weather. I don't want to hear nothing about no damn weather. Wes, I just greatly appreciate that level of calmness you bring to everybody that's worried about this damn heat. People worry. It's like 90 degrees. Well, yeah, it is. Every September, every July, we hit 100, and people freak out. I'm like, it's summer in Arkansas. This is no different from the year before or the year before that. This is what we get. and it's We've, we've seen hot football games year after year after year. And you know what? It's going to be cold in November at some point. <laughs> Hey, you know what we got, guys? What we've got is, is for these AC babies, right? They're starting to grow up. They get a little bit more of a voice with this social media nowadays, and they're starting to become adults. And these, It's really not that hot if you just get your ass out in it every now and then. It ain't <laughs> yeah. that hot. You know, it's um, it's going to be dark tonight as well. Yes. So there's that. <laughs> All right, Clint, let's, uh, let's talk about the games. So I think the only legitimate complaint anybody had was the offensive line not being able to – get a push and again they were missing a couple of key pieces there uh i think everybody's not freaking out and again they're going to get a chance to really show their muscle against kent state this weekend but um you know kj extremely efficient the young receivers rose to the occasion you got a pick six from a young linebacker they're excited about uh special teams played pretty well i mean overall you got to be happy right look i, I mean i'm happy the the first uh you know the first outing the first game out of, out of the shoot this year i'm happy sure but but i am just a firm believer and, and don't ignore in victory what you wouldn't in defeat. And, and especially when you've got – when it's a, a team like they just played, guys, it's just there's certain things that stick out like a sore thumb that, that I think at the very least should concern fans and, and, and critics and analysts as, as, we, as we discuss things throughout this week. Man, and there, there's, there's some on both sides of the football. And um, it, it's just, it's just the, the nature of the beast. I think there's some things that stick out that could be problematic moving forward, and, and unfortunately we got to hit those off the top. Hit it. Hit it. Hit it. 
What, well, what look, is it? I, look, what is it I, I, you're no, concerned number, about? Number number one, the inability to establish the run versus a a, a very inferior opponent um, is a concern. And and it's I mean you, you come in and I've seen things I've, I've seen um, I've seen not statements from the organization from the program, but just generally speaking, the expectations for Arkansas. We've got 250 pound quarterback and we got an All American running back and. It may be the best quarterback-running back combo in the country, and all that. And you can't establish a run against Western Carolina. You know, I mean, I mean that to me, that's that's a problem. If you can't establish the run against an extra hat in the box, and all the people that talk about, well, they stack the line of scrimmage. Miss me with all that, man. What did you think Western Carolina was going to do? Sometimes you got to run the football versus a, a loaded box, and you should be able to do it against Western Carolina. And, and you weren't able to get that done. Uh, now, because because KC threw the rock all over the park versus what looked like to be a one-on-one drill time and time again, we, we, we kind of overlooked that. But the reality of it is it, it doesn't matter that you were missing, you're missing a couple of guys. It doesn't matter that, you know, your quarterback threw the football well and, and some receivers may have emerged. At the end of the day, you're Arkansas. You've got K.J. Jefferson. You've got Rocket Sanders. You've got, you got Sam Pittman, the offensive line coach. You've got Kennedy, one of the most highly talented offensive line coaches. You've got a deep running back room. You've got to be able to go out and establish a run against those guys. And so I, after that ball game, pardon me if I'm not confident they're going to be able to run the football against the powers that be in the SEC. That, that's, 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 the biggest, that's the biggest concern for me with Arkansas right now. Are you going to give any weight to the fact they were missing a couple of starters on the line? No. The, the two guys that replaced the two starters would, would have been the best offensive lineman on Western Carolina had they played for that team. No, I, I, absolutely not. I, I'm, I'm not. I don't know. I mean, so just, I'm, I'm just that's, that's just where I'm coach at. Told me. I mean, it, go ahead. Gotcha. Well, Kerwin Bell said this week they've got three offensive linemen that could play in the NFL, so I don't know if that's actually true. But anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, look, look here. I mean, when that happens, circle back to me. I, I, I will be the first one to admit that I was wrong. I, I just, for me, <laughs> it, 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 it's the inability. It's the inability to run the rock, right? And and then. It's it's the fact that KJ Jefferson, I believe, had five carries, and KJ Jefferson, I don't I don't I don't remember recall exactly how many of those were designed runs, but we so we still really don't know how much of an impact is KJ Jefferson going to have on football games with his legs under Dan Enos, and so there's just several right. things within that mm-hmm. offense, man, as it pertains to the running attack that I think I think the, the jury's still out on. I will say that Coach Pittman said after the game it was their plan for K.J. not to run the ball this week. And he said, I'm sure Western Carolina knew that too. Why would we run him against Western Carolina? So those five, I know one of them, he took the ball away from Dominique Johnson. And he told us he took it away <laughs> yeah. from him. He had to fight him for the ball to get it back from him. But so the it, touchdown run? Yeah, it was the touchdown run right up the middle. But uh, for most of the part, they, were, they wanted K.J. handing it off and not running the ball. And that's fine, and with that, that's smart. I mean, look, I'm not sitting here telling me that you that he should have had 20 carries. I'm just telling you that he he may need 20 versus Alabama. He may need 20 versus. Yeah. I mean, you, you're yeah. not going to. He's not going to play catch guys like he did, like he did against Western Carolina. That, I mean, look I, again. I, I've been in his shoes before. I've had big games against bad opponents, and and I'm not taking anything away from him. But there's a lot. There's several of those throws that are going to be more bang bang versus versus SEC secondary. You know, there's, there's, it's not going to be quite as easy. And so, I, more, turn's not the right word. It's more to me that I, I just need to see more. I, I just need to see more before I go, man, this football team is, they're going to be able to run it as well as we all hope that they're going to be able to run it.
I was talking with Trey Schaap after the game, and it was refreshing. There wasn't one play call where we're like, well, what are they doing? Yeah. That, that, that was nice. There was nothing questionable that, like, what, what are they trying to get it done here? It's a good transition point because I talked to a former player last week, and we were talking about, you know, some of the gimmick plays that Bryles likes. And he talked about how, look, we, he goes, there was a lot of times we've been practicing, we've been working on that stuff. He goes, we spent a pretty good amount of time on it. And they're like, why are we not working on our core plays instead of running these, you know, working on these goofy plays that never work? And they, the guys knew it. And then also, again, they didn't hide it well. So, anyway, um, we're going to hear more about Bryles coming up because uh, Dion took a shot at him after the game saying that it had a little extra motivation. Let's be honest, Colorado was impressive. So let's transition there. Clint, our question of the day today is who was the big winner this weekend? Florida State, um, Texas State, Colorado, and Christian, remind me on our fourth pick, was it uh, Duke, I guess? Duke, yeah. So, um, you know, obviously you, 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 you can't be anything but impressed with what they're doing at Colorado here in the early part of the the Deion Sanders era. Well, look, I, I think the story of the weekend is is clearly, even after Duke upset Clemson last night, it's clearly Colorado. But, I mean, as, as it pertains to the rankings, you've got Florida State beating up on LSU. Florida State should be a top three football team if, if, we're, if we're shooting people straight, this, you know, with these next rankings for whatever it's worth. They should skyrocket to the to the top of the of the rank of the rankings at least in the top four. I, I would put them above Ohio State. So I'd say the big winner is probably Florida State. But it's hard to it's hard to get away from Colorado and what they were able to accomplish. I, look, I, I was I believed in Dion when he got there. I would have bet I would have bet had I bet I would have bet Colorado you know plus the, the twenty one or twenty and a half. Um, but in no way, shape, or form, I'm going to sit here and tell anybody that I expected him to beat TCU at TCU. I, I, to, speaking to the point that you just made. I, I think Chandler Morris in in Kendall Bryles' offense is very suspect. Thought that going into it. That's why that's why I, I, I liked Colorado to at least cover. Um, you know, it's a different story when you got 250 pounds being able to run downhill between the tackles and establish the run. Then you can play off that. You can't do it off Chandler Morris. I think the pass game, progressing pass game, is going to be suspect under Kendall uh, at, at TCU. And so I, I thought that was a, 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 a big line for all the, the you know facts the facts of the matter. And uh, but no, I never would have thought they would have done what they did going there and, and beat TCU. And and the way in which Dion did it, the way in which the critics attacked Dion for the for the way in which he flipped that locker room. Which by the way, guys, I don't know if we talked about it, but but I, I, as a former player, I absolutely love what Dion went in there and did in terms of. Now, I, look, could he have been a little bit, maybe a, a little less? Um, dramatic with it and, and a little bit less cutthroat with it. But but the, the plan that he executed in terms of turning that locker room over, a losing locker room, was absolutely tremendous for the players and for the coach. You go into a locker room, every transition that I've been a part of when a coach when a coach comes in, there's two to three classes of, of the former regime's recruits that aren't starters that have zero chance of playing, that just are not going to see the field. And it's unfair because you tell those guys, oh, yeah, we need you. we got to keep our numbers up. We got to have you, and in reality, the whole time they're trying to replace you, and and so Dion going in there and going, nope, you ain't good enough. Get the hell out. Get the hell out. You get the hell out. He's doing those guys a favor. Now they can go on and they can play somewhere else, and and maybe maybe uh, have a career somewhere. But I love what Dion did, and that's a hell of a story, no doubt. How about LSU? Well, what did you take away from there? I know you were a little critical of Jaden Daniels the other day, and we uh, I think most of us felt like at least there was an argument that the better quarterback was playing for Florida State. It certainly proved itself out. Yeah, I mean, that, look, that's one where I, I'm going to hurt myself, reach around, pat myself on the back. I like Jordan Travis. I like Florida State. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I think TC – I mean, I think LSU's a good football team. 
I, I have a real problem, guys, and, and this is this is not necessarily a popular take in today's game. Like when you're talking about college or the NFL today, it's like I, I just when you're when your quarter when the best thing your quarterback does is outside the scheme, right? When it when it's something that the coach can't call the play, it's just him dropping back and oh, whoa, the, the, you know, there, there's your three man rush and everybody else has got their back to me. Let me take off. When that is, is, is how you win ball games and that is the best play that you run game in, game out, then then I, I've got major concerns. And that's the deal with Jaden Daniels. You heard the commentators talking about it. He did a great he did a good job, don't get me wrong. But their their best play even yet last week was or, or last this past weekend, their best play was him taking off and running off script, off schedule, and then taking an absolute beating on the back end of it. And that that's you're just not going to you're not gonna stay healthy. You're not going to consistently win games. You're not going to put a consistent offensive product on the football field um, if, if, if that's the case. And that's the case with Jaden Daniels taking snaps at LSU right now. And so I think they're very beatable. Now, in that same breath, they may also go out there and beat a top-five football team because they're, they're capable of being that good. But it's the inconsistent factor that I just can't buy into. And it's why we see – why Stetson Bennett went out there and won two national championships for Georgia. When you got the dude – you just need a quarterback that distributes, a quarterback that minimizes mistakes, a quarterback that stays healthy, a quarterback that leads, and you can you can be in national championship contention year in, year out. But you can't do it if you're inconsistent. Uh, Clint, we're going to have to run. I appreciate the time. Thanks for flexing around with us. Um, you are my uh, favorite quarterback on the show today, but unfortunately you are the second most popular quarterback on the show today, and that is very rare. But uh, <laughs> we're going to have to tip our cap to Peyton Manning, who's going to join us here in a little bit. All right, boys, y'all have a good one and go home.